Hey guys, Chanel here. On today's Morning Motivators, we're gonna be interviewing Daniel Travers, also known as Redidio, to his followers on Instagram and other people that know him in the art world. So I'm excited to learn about his current projects and things that he has going on in the future. But first off, Daniel, let's talk about Redidio. Can you tell everybody what its origin is and what it means? Well, I know, I know it looks funny when you first look at it, but I like to think once you've said it once, it kind of rolls off the tongue. It's a fusion of oral and visual art, being like radio and video, and I used to have red hair, believe it or not, and my dad used to call the radio Redidio. That's so, so cute. Did you have a really close relationship with your father? Oh yeah, he's still around. We, um, talk, we talk all the time. Where is it that you're from? Missouri. So you came from Missouri when to San Diego? That was like 2004. Awesome, so yeah. you've been a presence here for a while. Yeah, I love it here. And you've developed quite a career for yourself here in San Diego. I'm trying, that was one of the reasons why I moved here, so. There's yeah. so much opportunity, especially for people that are in music and art like yourself. Yeah, definitely. Very yep. cool. And it's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it's inspirational just because of all the beautiful things that are around town. I couldn't agree more. I mean, whether it's the natural landscape or the actual art that pre people have created around the town, San Diego is such a beautiful place. Yep. So let's talk about your art. About two months ago, a friend of mine uh, came over and we were doing some art projects and she asked me if I had any inspiration. And so I pulled out Instagram and I was like, you gotta check out this guy that wow. I follow on IG. And I showed her your work and it blew her mind. She couldn't wow. believe what she was seeing. And we sat there contemplating if we could recreate it and we couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> we kept saying okay we're gonna have to take a class of his <laughs> so can you kind of explain a little bit about what your main focus in your art is and how you create it something that inspired you to get into it too sure well first of all let me show you some real quick so you know what I'm talking yeah, of about course. Um, so it's called uh, fluid painting is the style and it's really popular right now you might have seen some like social media videos where they flip the cup and it makes all these pretty organic cells and things like that. Um, that, that there is called a, a dirty pour. And, but so there's a lot of different techniques that you can use within fluid painting, such as uh, blow, scrape, uh, tilt, strings. And so- These I'm, are all methods that you would yeah. use to, to recreate that look? Yes, it's well, the general art form is fluid painting, and then, yeah, those are all the different techniques. So, what I've been trying to do is, uh, you know, combine those techniques, and I actually, I like to think it's kind of uh, similar to, like, abstract expressionism, which uh, one artist you might be familiar with is uh, Jackson Pollock. Oh, the, yeah, of course. The drip artist, but, you know, it's just trying to take all those different techniques and you know, push it to the next level. You know, you have a level of control, but you don't, and... Right, so the, the paint chooses where it wants to go. Yes and no. I mean, it, it's it's a chemical reaction, the, the pigments of the paints, and you know, it's a special like recipe that you have to make in order for it to dry right, right. and interact with each other. The density, you know, some people use silicone, which creates the the cells and everything so do you yeah. is that one of the materials sometimes yeah yeah so some people are anti-silicone you know i'm like hey if it works then 
roll with it. Well, I think it's, it's a really creative genius that's able to take a lot of different mediums and combine them together, especially if you have like one way of doing things and you're able to have an open mind to be able to incorporate new things. When right. someone refuses to do something, it limits their ability to be as creative. So yep. I really appreciate that in your artwork. Sure, thank you. Appreciate it. So the actual drip work that you do on most of the things that you showcase on your Instagram are done on records? Yes, yes, and that's Can kind of- Can I take of, a look? Sure. Uh, I showed you this other one. Here's a, another one. So this is a new one that he had posted recently of- It's um, not for sale, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but most of them are, so yes. you are able to purchase his yes. work. Where do you sell your work? On your Instagram mostly or through your website? Uh, online, it's uh, redideo.com, R-E-D-I-D-E-O.com. And so people are able to message you on Instagram and say, hey, I want to buy this? Yes. Okay. Yep. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All of, me, all of the you social find media. find me everywhere. Redidio. <laughs> um, okay. So this is a record that you've yes. painted on top of. And what's the process for prepping the record before you're able to get the, the paint to it here? Well, so there's actually a long story, which I'll, I'll try to make short. <laughs> so when I first started this particular method, I did a lot of uh, experimenting and I realized that canvases are expensive. Sure. You know, so it happens. I used to do a lot of music and DJ and everything. And so I said, hey, I got these records right here. Ones that you were no longer using? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I have to disconnect myself from the music. I can't look at the record. I just, I scraped the label off. Um, I put a just couple layers of gesso down, sand it down, and then paint it and then putting epoxy resin on it to help help pop. There's and there's such a smooth finish on it, you would never believe that all of that texture from a record could like exist on this palette. Right. Um, so I, to me, I just think it's so cool that you incorporate your love of music into your art. And yeah. it's not even an obvious way. It's not like you drew like a big musical sign on it, but it's right there. Well, one of the things I like to say is I've always wanted to sell records. So <laughs> this is my compromise. You get art and music. And I don't know if you want to play it on your record player. You're welcome to, but I'm not sure what, what it's going to sound like. Work. It'll probably sound like. <laughs> but oh, it's so brilliant! I absolutely love this. Thank you Thank for sharing you. that. Sure. How long does it take for you to produce one of those pieces? Well, I honestly, the prep and mixing the paint, it probably takes a lot longer than the actual painting process because you have to mix, well, first of all, you know, sanding and scraping the, the records and everything, it takes a while. You have to wait for it to dry. Drying is a long time. And then you mix your paint, get your, your recipe and paint it. So I'd probably say a total of like five hours. Wow. Maybe. Wow. But yeah. Um, what influenced you to start creating these things did you go to art school did you have did. a lot of artistic influence that was like okay i'm gonna be an artist this is what i'm gonna do with my life i've been doing art for as long as i can remember i went to art school i you know classes as a kid and of course i had some great family members help influence me and everything but this particular style right here i uh i was trying to think of Christmas presents for my, my family. How creative. And I stumbled upon this particular style, which is when I started experimenting. And then it just kind of evolved from there. So how so, many years now have you been producing these particular types of art? Two years. Cool. Yeah, but I mean, I've 
it, it was really refreshing too because I've been on a, a computer producing art for like 15 years. Wow. And to actually get back into physical media. Putting was, your hands into it, was, it. Yeah, it was so, I felt like I was in art school again. It was, it was really uh, a good feeling and it, it was inspiring and everything, so, yeah. Um, just knowing that there are people out there making such creative things inspires me as an artist, and I absolutely know what you mean by putting your hands into something and creating, yeah, like giving birth to an to idea in your head. There's for that, for sure, yeah. Yeah. So I know that you have a pretty busy lifestyle outside of just doing art. How often do you have opportunities to make these five-hour-long projects come <sighs> to life? That's a good question. And, and, and sometimes it's you're not inspired to do anything of course you know so it, it goes in waves you know and sometimes I have so many paintings I'm like I don't need to make any more right now and I need to focus on just marketing and things like Brilliant. that so it's you know, weekends are a good time yeah you know in the evenings if I have inspiration or energy I but. love that I love the fact that for you it's not forced you're not sitting in a workshop with a deadline with X amount of things that need to happen and then you lose that. It's it's true, not fun yeah. anymore and it becomes to mechanize, you know, the process and, you know, process changing it up every now and then and getting different perspectives, you know, it gives you different inspirations, you know, so. Has anybody ever commissioned you to make specific pieces for them? Like, is it yes. something where in the past you're like, oh, okay, I'll figure that out. I'll make that work. Yeah, they have. Um, I've had bad experiences <laughs> oh, lately with that. Because <laughs> the problem is, is that they, they have a perception, a preconceived notion based on another painting mm. that I've done, and they want it to look like that. Sure. I mean, if somebody is very persistent, I'm going to say, look, man, I'm gonna, I'll use your color palette. Sure. But I don't know how it's going to turn out, you know? And that's one of the things that keeps it interesting. Interesting, yeah. You know? Um, I had noticed on a couple of your posts on your Instagram feed that you sometimes will give like tips on a little bit of your technique um, in your art. Have you ever taught before? Do you do workshops? Like, do you offer education in your work? Not yet, but I have considered it, you know, it's like, I've had a lot of conversations with people on social media that want to know more about the process and things like that, you know, so that they can do it themselves and just to give it context in general. Uh, yes, I'm, I guess I could potentially do some classes. Or I'm sure that classes. everybody in your audience would love that. I know I would. I know I have a group of people I could probably bring if you decided well, to ever host a workshop. It's kind of scary, but <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Always growing, right? Yeah, that's right. Another element of your art is animation. If you're not into South Park or, you know, Family Guy, it's probably not for you, but it's called Captain Sewer Pickle. <laughs> and it's lowbrow, topical humor. And it's kind of, uh, it's a blend between WKRP and Cincinnati. I don't sure. know, it might be, that might be a little bit older. Okay. Some people might know, not know that show. And then, you know, South Park and Batman. Oh, awesome. Kind of all put together. So it's been, I've been working on that a long, long time. What inspired and, you to start doing your own animation? <sighs> well, I, I did animation in school, but I've worked in radio for about 11 years. Okay. And I've always thought, you know, there's there's so many cool things that happen behind the scenes of radio that you don't see because sure. you you end up, you just see or hear the polished product having guests 
that might be a little bit off character you know just so many things that happen and that's what i wanted to capture with uh, the animation you know so that's where it's at go check it out yeah it's on youtube <laughs> definitely but check it out it's, it's pg <laughs> i think isn't it maybe yeah. thir maybe 13. <laughs> so um yeah you can also find clips of it off of his website too if you're it's true. if yep. you're checking out his website yeah <laughs> okay so as you mentioned that you were in radio, if you look at Daniel's resume, it's almost overwhelming how decorated it is. He's done so much, it's incredibly impressive and almost too much for me to fathom. So. Wow, <laughs> me too, sometimes. I forget. <laughs> well, Where I am I? I, I talked to him earlier about how accomplished he was and he looked at me like I like was speaking Chinese, but he's incredibly impressive with how many things that he's done. Thank he's you. done tons of work with different celebrities. He works on several different radio shows. Jamma 957. 957, and then Classic Rock. 101 KGB. Yeah. Um, so you you host those or no, 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 no. you produce those? I'm I'm like uh, the digital guy behind the scenes, like Jesse. Shout out to Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Because I'm usually behind the camera doing his job. So thank you. Cameraman need more appreciation. So, so this is kind of one of those golden moments where you're actually in front of the camera. This You've is never, the first for me. First when she <laughs> asked me to do this, I was like, oh, I don't know. Man. I, I'm not used to being on that side of the camera. You're doing that. So, Fantastic, by the way. Well, thank you. I might not even need to edit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, so I just, I help. Uh, there's seven radio stations at iHeartRadio, and I, my two main are 101 KGB and JAMA 95.7. And I just, I help them with their digital needs, you know, videos, websites, SEO. Uh, social media, photography, graphic design. You produce commercials as well? Yeah, yeah. I just did one for uh, JAMA 95.7. It was on uh, Cox TV oh, awesome. for about a month or something like that. Very cool. But that, I was kind of excited to work on that one. That was a lot of fun. When but, you guys do something like that, do you get celebrities doing stuff? Or is that just local uh, performers or uh, actors? Well, they're... You have to pay kind of a lot of money to get celebrities sure. to be part of Of course. Your, I mean, except for, of course, your local celebrities. But um, that particular one was just kind of a producer. Just like a promo? Promo for hip-hop radio in San Diego. Very cool. Yep. Are there a lot of local artists that you've connected with? There are. Um, I actually have a show. Uh, it's a web feature, but we play uh, parts of it on air. Uh, it's called Heat of the Week and we find uh, local hip hop talent and bring them in and we do like uh, uh, three rounds. It, the first one is uh, written where they say 16 bars of like one of their existing songs. And then the second round is uh, freestyle where we give them words and they have to incorporate it into their freestyle. So, and then the third round is, is just the interview you get to know and they promote you know what they're doing around that town. sounds like so much fun if, it is if there are people out there that are musicians that are interested would they be able to contact you and yes. see if they could join yes it's on uh the gemini957.com website we're a little bit in hiatus right now but we're about to resurrect it so i'm looking, looking forward to that i work yeah there's there's a lot of uh talented hip-hop mcs and producers in san diego which i i feel like sometimes they kind of get looked over and like maybe L.A. takes the spotlight. I completely agree. You know, but 
Here's your chance. Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> so that's one of the things that we love to do with our Morning Motivator series is showcase uh, talent and showcase things that inspire us. And I love the fact that you're doing that with your work, trying to bring out the spotlight to people that have that talent, that are doing great things in our community, that have uh, a Teamwork. passion. Yeah, bringing it all have together. A team. I think one of the biggest things I've brought uh, away from working at radio is the importance of uh, marketing. And if you don't invest in yourself, you know, nobody else is gonna do it for you. So marketing, 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 get yourself out there. The hip hop MCs that I work with, I try to tell them, even if you are brilliant, maybe you're the next Kanye West <laughs> or you know Drake or whoever you like, your influences, you know, nobody's gonna know if you don't market yourself. Yeah, you putting got, yourself out there. You gotta invest in yourself. It's, I took that application and well, I applied it to my painting and you know it's like I could have a hundred Picassos sitting in my house nobody would know if I didn't market so you got to get out there and, and which I think you do such a great job of yourself especially with your artwork I mean you have 12,000 followers on Instagram right now you really put a lot of work into promoting yourself is there any kind of reference that you have for people like guides or different ways that you recommend for people to learn about marketing because I know that when you tell someone to market themselves it can be almost an overwhelming thought if you don't it's, have experience it's, it's deep well I tell you the first thing to do is get on mornings with Chanel <laughs> that's the first thing that you do <laughs> And it, it, there's, it's really, uh, man, there's a lot to it. Well, I mean, no, but social you're, media. you're right. With social media networking. So we found each other just through networking with one yeah. another on Instagram. Yep. And I think that's huge. So if, if you don't know how to market, just talk to people. Network and meet people and get a feel for, you know, people that respond positively to what you're doing. Yeah, totally. So I've seen your work in previous showcases at um, an art show that we were at in North Park. Do you have any other upcoming shows that you're pl putting together? Hey, I'm, I put out some uh, applications, I guess you could say. Yeah. So I'm just kind of waiting to hear back from galleries. Well, there's always constantly new art shows that are happening. San Diego is such a creative place. And yeah. especially in like the North Park area, there's tons of galleries there yeah, that totally. do um, showcases all the time. Yep, yep. Um, so that'd be cool to see you again. I know that um, your audience probably would love to come out and connect with you whenever you have some. Come hang out with me. I hear there's free wine. <laughs> there was last time. <laughs> the free food. They get little hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that. You know. It's a fun time, especially yeah. if you see somebody on Instagram, you're following them, you love what they do, and then you go get to meet them in person and check out their work. It's such an awesome experience. Yeah. And shout out to the studio door for accepting me to be in their show. That was probably my first show in about... 15 years. Wow. Art show. Yeah. Studio Door is pretty awesome. I really enjoyed yeah. everything that they had. The way they set it up was amazing. Yeah. Yep. Um, so where do you go from here? What else do you have on the horizons? Do you have any plans for the future of changing anything you're doing, adding anything else? Or are you just really taking the stream where it's going? Man, that's that's a good question. <laughs> you know, I think I, I've been really trying to push the technique a little bit of further. Um, I'm trying, I have some ideas, but I don't want to talk about them in case I don't 
execute them properly. And <laughs> we all looks, feel that way. It looks bad. So <laughs> I, I do have ideas. I'm just not ready to share yet. Well, so. I'm so excited to see what else you come up with. And I will be continuing to follow you and your beautiful artwork. I might even put in a request to have something made for myself. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> if you're interested in purchasing any of his work, you can find him on Instagram at Redidio. You can also find any of his information about his current projects at his website, redidio.com. Uh, you can find his animation on that website as well, <laughs> which would be really exciting to check out. Uh, <laughs> I really appreciate him coming to uh, hang out with us today and share his work. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Um, I also wanted to thank Love for hosting us here at their beautiful shop. We're on National right here in Barrio Logan here down in San Diego. Um, if you ever have an opportunity to stop in here, such a cool workshop, so many cool things in the boutique. Stay tuned for our next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for watching.